0: This is the Restoring Hope Podcast. Hi, I'm Matt Till. Welcome to the Restoring Hope Podcast, inspiring you to believe that hope is never lost, faith is not dead, and a better tomorrow is coming. Welcome back to the Restoring Hope Podcast, episode 25. Merry Christmas. All the signs are around us of the holiday season. Still kind of a bizarre season, if you ask me. Uh, 2021, Christmas, two years into the pandemic, and things are still not feeling normal. But the conversation we have on a regular basis here on the Restoring Hope Podcast is that we are into a new normal. (laughs) So what was... The 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 times of the past <laughs> are are not what is leading us into the future. We have these relics of the past. We have these relics of of memory and tradition that are just that now becoming they're becoming more relics, and uh, we are accelerated forward into some sort of new time, new era. And you know, many traditions remain, um, and they will they they will endure um, because they always do. Um, the stories we tell ourselves, the traditions that bring wholeness to us and and some sort of sense of security, but we 're in new times, and so everything 's different now and uh, and so now, uh, here we are living into this new time and new space um, in this new uh, era, if you will, um, of a pandemic and only time will tell as to how we've changed as a people, um, but here we are once again. Into the Christmas season. So, Mer- Merry Christmas. Uh, enjoy the season if you can. Uh, find joy. Find something about it that uh, reminds you of Christmas past that brings happiness and uh, joy to you and your family. Um, discover new things to do. Uh, do something different this year for Christmas if you can. Uh, find something that's going to uh, bring you some sort of new sense of joy and connection with those in whom you love. Uh, perhaps more than the gift giving and the fact that half of the stuff you ordered uh, six months ago is still sitting on a on a ship somewhere off or <laughs> off the coast because it can't come in right now or everything's been costing more money these days and uh, and so um yeah it's it's just a crazy world right now and and let's just kind of be okay with it and let's just kind of find new things to do and new things to embrace one another uh, this holiday season and to remember. That this is a time of of winter celebration, a time of of being together and of connectedness, and of course, uh, the the memory and just the time of the year in which we celebrate the birth of our Savior Jesus, and um and the one who has come to restore ultimate hope for us, and that's where I want to go today. But um I want to talk a little bit about this idea of deconstruction again because. What has happened over the last um, number of weeks since I last published uh, a, a few of these episodes is that I spoke a lot about deconstruction and reconstruction in the last two episodes, and out of that, um, you know, I have been I've had a number of things on my mind that I've been wanting to to bring to you as an audience and those who are listening and um, following, tracking along with me and going on this journey together of restoring hope. Uh, for ourselves and for the world, um, is all of a sudden, I started having more conversations <laughs> about this issue about deconstruction. and to those um, who have reached out to me and I happen to know your listeners as well because uh, you are re- referring to the podcast, um, thanks for for reaching out and and entrusting me with your stories. Um, I've had a number of you uh, connect with me recently and and talk about this idea of deconstruction, and one of the conversations recently started with. Matt, I think I'm deconstructing and I don't know what to do. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I think there's a number of you listening who are probably in that space. And, and so I just want to kind of speak to that for a moment. And I want to talk about something that has really been on my mind and my heart. Um, because I've also been listening to this other podcast and, uh, and, and some other things and been having more conversations and been on a journey myself. And so uh, over the last few years, and so anyway. Uh, all I want to say is I want to have this conversation a little bit and, and pull some things out here. And, and for those who are listening, I'm not going to name names at all. Um, and, and if you've come to me and and just want to respect your identity as well as your time in your space. But I'm speaking to you, but also to others like you, because I know there, there are others out there and you're not alone. And I, I've said that to each of you individually. Um, you're not alone. And, and I'm just saying that broadly now to you as a listener, uh, whoever you are, wherever you are that you are not alone if you are feeling like um, you're kind of wondering where your place is and, and where is God in all of this and what, what do I even believe anymore? might be some of the questions you are asking yourself. And I want to refer back to um, a statement I made before, and that was about what deconstruction is. And I just want to reiterate it, is that deconstruction, as I best see it, is it is the process of truth-finding truth finding that leads to a more hopeful future. So it, it is actually where freedom is found is when we look for truth and we understand truth. Cause when we see truth for what it is, y- you now have a freedom to, to embrace it, to understand it, to let go, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, well that, that is what is true. And so now I have to move forward. Now I have to, now I have information to deal with and, and something to do. And because hope, as we have discussed here on the podcast is is actually not just passive but it's actionable like i can actually pursue it we can actually discover what we need to do and what we should be pursuing in order to bring about this hopeful future and so faith and hope are in tandem together faith and action actually bring about hope and so um that's how we read the scriptures that's how we understand uh, the world that we're living in is that when we have faith and what we're grounded in Plus, our actions bring about a better tomorrow or a hopeful future. And so, deconstruction, as we're seeing it play out, and as many of you are wrestling through, is this process of truth finding that leads to a more hopeful future. And the reason why we're going on this journey is because I think many of the messages of hope or the the messages of ideology and ideas that we have been told, or we have believed, or that we have taught ourselves, or we picked up along the way, have not actually led to this hopeful future that we've been. Sold, if you will, or that we've convinced ourselves of believing, and sometimes it's more passive, and sometimes it's more actionable, and perhaps in the wrong ways or more destructive ways. And so, for us, we we're deconstructing faith, deconstructing life and hope and the things that we believe in because we're looking for truth. And actually, usually that's where it starts is like, I'm looking for the truth in this matter. I'm looking for the truth in something. And that's what starts to bring about the deconstructive process. And so what I want to, what I want to do is I want to talk about, because we're also in Christmas season, and this is where many people, especially people of faith, if you haven't been going to church for a while, because you disconnected during the pandemic and you stopped going and you've been thinking about, man, I feel like I should go to church. But you found yourself too in this deconstruction process, maybe along the way, maybe it started before the pandemic, maybe it came during, maybe it came recently for you. And you've been wanting to go to church, but all of a sudden it's like uh, going to church is really hard for you right now. Um, uh, you're not alone. Um, and, and maybe for you, it, it's, it's, it brings about anxiety. It might be bringing out some sort of panic um even panic attacks uh, i've heard of stories of of this happening um and of people like i'm going to try to go to church and they're like i just i can't do it i'm having a panic attack <laughs> just thinking about it or maybe you go and it's triggering there's things about it that that trigger you maybe it's the music maybe it's a particular song maybe it's um something that uh the pastor the minister the preacher says maybe it's Something somebody says to you in the hallway, um, maybe, you know, who knows, maybe there's something about it um, that starts to trigger you or or maybe it just feels like a pretty unsafe place right now. Maybe uh, the group think that's been happening in your church community has been of one particular political ideology or um, theological expression or something that all of a sudden it's like, I don't feel safe here because I want to question some of this. Or I want to ask deeper questions. I want to challenge some of the things or some of the things that are within me are being challenged. And so I'm not so sure if I'm bought into all that's being said here, being taught or being practiced. And so for you, it actually feels quite unsafe. And and all of this are is totally normal, especially if you are coming out of a place of deep hurt, a place of uh, inner conflict, or have had personal conflict with somebody. Um, especially in leadership, uh, maybe some sort of trauma that occurred to you there. Um, at, at that place, um, there's all sorts of um, you know, abuse that has occurred, verbal emotional spiritual and sexual abuse that has and does occur in church communities uh unfortunately they're not immune from these from such traumas and you may have directly um you may have experienced it directly and if you have I I please hear me I'm terribly terribly sorry and, and heartbroken over that and um my wife and I are both also victims of such said trauma and hurt within the church. And so there are things that trigger us and <laughs> create those kind of things within us that we've had to work out ourselves um over the years. And um, or maybe you're just in a place of this full-on deconstruction and you're rethinking your faith and rethinking everything about it or just even components of it. And and as such, you're just unsure as to where you belong. Um and and it's hard too because a lot of times churches are places of deep relational Community, like you have real, authentic friends there. You have people that you've been, you know, uh, this phrase that's often said in evangelical churches of doing life, right? We do life together with these people. In other words, they're just your close friends. These are the people that you hang out with. You see them every week. You show up in, in their homes occasionally for for gatherings and birthday parties and Bible studies and things like that. And so you've got these like intimate relationships but something is going on with inside of you that questions the broader umbrella that you're there for. Right. And, um, and so I think one of the first places to begin is to acknowledge that you are the one who is going through a season that you are the one who is, who is, um, struggling, hurting, Um, having these anxiety moments, panic attacks, feeling triggered, feeling unsafe, rethinking your faith, whatever kind of, whichever category you're going to find yourself in, it might be a mix of those or maybe one or two of those things that you're the one who's going through it and not them. And that, and, and now that may not be totally true because there might be some other people you've, you've, you've found yourself hanging out with that are having the same conversations, but then it's just you two, right. Or that little small enclave. And everybody else is not going through that. And um, they probably don't have any desire or interest um, in changing right now because they're not going through their moment, just you are. And, and it's helpful because it retains your power to understand like you are actually in control of your life, uh, that you actually can dictate w- how you engage into this group. Um, but when you kind of come to that place, it's like, okay, listen, I'm the one who's, who's working through this right now. And, and if there's some real legitimate trauma that's happened there too, by the way, um, that does need to be addressed. And so um, please, um, if there's been some illegal behavior there or some uh, sinful, very wrong behavior, then that definitely needs to be brought to the proper authorities and brought up to leadership and, and it needs to be addressed. Um, but, but do know that, it, that you are the one going through the season, that you are the one who is um, working through these things. And then you're the one who's who's going to work um to to discover. You're the one going to go on the truth finding process. And and um and from there that's where you can begin to find the better tomorrow, <laughs> the hope. Um and and rediscover it for yourself because that's where it has to begin. It has to begin there. Um it would be wrong for us to assume that the whole system, the whole organization, the institution the leadership is going to change um at least in in the immediate um but rather change begins with us doesn't it it, it always begins with us like if if i want to see this world be a better more hope filled um beautiful place of acceptance and and of of uh and of joy and of love and 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 kindness then then it has to start with me i can't impose it on anybody else <laughs> um, and so i have to begin I have to inspire that in myself. I have to move towards that, work towards that, live that way, and inspire others through my own action and beliefs and convictions. And so for you, um, you're in a place of deconstruction. And so right now, church is really hard for you. And um, it might even be a place of disconnection from God for you right now. And, and that's a guilt message that's often said, um, but it's said in the opposite, that that church is the only place of connection for God, for you. And, and, and to not go to church, to not go to this place that's creating anxiety, panic and triggering and feelings of feeling unsafe, um, is the only place to find God. That actually is kind of the first place of going. No, actually it's a place of disconnection from God because of all the other emotions that arise within it. And so I want to just say to you, just be free from that guilt message. And kind of just be okay with right now of just like, I might you might need to step back. You might just need to kind of own like, this is how I'm feeling. This is how this place, create, what it creates in me right now. And I can't engage in a healthy way as a human, as an individual, as a person who wants to pursue faith, but I'm unsure where that all goes and, and, how I'm, and how I'm supposed to interact in the system that I'm questioning right now be okay with just saying, I got to pull back. And um, because the more you try to force it in or try to step back in, you're actually creating further disconnect between you and God and you and others, and you'll become quite contentious actually. And so with that perspective, like let's, let's just kind of be okay. <laughs> if church is really hard for you, be okay with just understanding that it's hard for you. And, and you may need to disconnect from it for some time. And, and on, on the other side of this, I, I want to give us a, a, a sense of hope and, and give us a sense of just kind of like, well, what's on the other side? Because that's actually where the, the conversation goes. Like when people start asking the question and when we start going through this process of deconstruction, it, all of a sudden you kind of have this like fear and this anxiety and this uncertainty and like, well, what's on the other side of this? Um, and, and, and I think underneath it, I think we're kind of asking ourselves like, how, how do I, where do I begin? Like, how much farther do I go (laughs) down this road before I feel like I'm going to fall off the edge and lose my, my soul, my identity. And especially those who come out of a more evangelical stream of faith, um, or a Protestant denomination. Uh, I mean, I would even say even uh, potentially even the Catholic uh, denomination as well, too. But if you come out of a pretty like um, devoted religious church life system, it's actually very difficult to separate your own self and your identity from the system and the institution without separating, without feeling like you're going to separate yourself from God or that God's going to separate himself from you. Which is really, I think, at the heart of everyone's fear if you're a, a, somebody who, who believes in God. And, and I hope that you do. And that's kind of the goal of this, of this podcast is like, how do we pursue hope for a better tomorrow, <laughs> restore faith in God who is real and exists and uh, loves us? But also feel like that we can challenge the existing systems and institutions, and and restore hope in perhaps even some of these places, in order to bring about this better tomorrow that is promised to us in Scripture. And so um, that's the that's the challenge. That's the trick: is how do we separate our identity from the system, from the institution, from the framework, even without separating ourselves completely from God? And I actually believe. That um, you can take the the stress of that off of you, and and I say that meaning that you don't have to worry too much about it. At least in my opinion, and as I have best seen it, and I'm not too worried about it because of who God is, not because of who we say He is, or not because of who we want to believe He is, but because of the words that He's actually said, and because of who He ultimately is. Is that God is a God of of great love and mercy and grace. He has given us and provides us more rope than we ever know what to do with. Um, And he yet still holds on to us. He still retains us. And that this whole idea is that God is with you wherever you are right now. And so if you're like, man, I need to step back or I need to, I just need to take a break or I need to, Some people are going to the very farthermost edge of the faith that you can possibly even think of. And I would look and I would say, I think God is still right there with you. And and, um, now he may not be sanctioning (laughs) all that you are doing, right? Because there are things that bring about harm to yourself and violence to yourself and to others. And God certainly would not sanction that. And actually he would be against that and say, no, that's harmful to you. It's harmful to others. It's not the message that I've given us and given you. Um, but God is with you, and 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 so with that, you can kind of like have this sense of like I I can walk through this and know that God's gonna main, be with me, and and that's the message of Christmas. Actually, that that's the message and the center of the and the very center of the Christian faith. I mean, even in the Christmas story in, in, in Matthew, uh, chapter one, in the first chapter of Matthew, we get this um, recalling of the, um, and restatement of the prophet Isaiah that prophesies that the coming of the Christ child of, of God in the flesh, being born of a virgin who then gives birth to the son. And one of the names that he would be given is called, is Emmanuel, which is translated God with us or God is with us. That is the message of the Christian faith is that God didn't isn't just some distant god but actually he came as a as one of us as a, as a as a human in the flesh as 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 Christ and then in his death and resurrection and then through the post his ascension to heaven has bestowed upon his holy spirit upon us which is where we get the doctrine of the trinity and it is God remaining with us, that his spirit is poured out to all of us. And so his Holy Spirit is given to us, meaning you can't get away from God, <laughs> meaning his salvation, his hope, faith is right there. It's, it's within us. It's around us. Like You can't run from God. He is wherever you are. He is everywhere. And his spirit remains with us. And so to be people of faith is to acknowledge that God exists and his spirit is with us and he wants what's best for us. And so that is the hope that we have. And so if if you're looking at the church and you're you're struggling around this holiday season of how do I engage in my faith, but this place is just I I I don't understand the the pastor's sermons anymore. They don't make sense to me. He's gone all political. He, he's I, I'm not even quite you know I've been hurt by this place. Um, I have conflict with with my neighbors there. There's trauma. I'm rethinking even even the purpose of of what we're doing here. Um, be okay with knowing that the system is imperfect, that that the that the institution is is relearning itself as well too, and is trying to figure out its way forward. But maybe it's a place of disconnection from God right for right now for you. But God is, God is, God is working everywhere, and and God can be working just as well, or might even you might need to take a break and step back, and. There is hope for just saying, the system's busted. Listen, I like, and I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'll probably tell this story maybe after the first of the year, but um, would love to share more about my own personal journey with the evangelical church and how it has brought such harm and how it has brought such trauma to my own life and to my, my wife's life as well and our family. And, and how a place that claims to hold on to this hope and this beautiful truth of God um, revealed to us in Christ um, has brought about so much trauma and so much harm. But we've had to do the work of separating our identity from it in order to, to re-engage again in, in healthier, constructive ways and not lose God in the process. And that's, it's a scary proposition. (laughs) It can be, it can feel dangerous um, at times, but I honestly believe it is a more hopeful future because we see the church is referenced and mentioned so much, and that is in in the Bible. And it is the people, the ones who are those who pursue this life of learning to love God, love their neighbors, and love the world as Jesus. Taught us to. And so I just leave you with this. You can't go anywhere on this earth where God is not present and his goodness is not seen or experienced through the Holy Spirit. And so as you walk into Christmas, as you are trying to enter in, as you're trying to discover and rediscover and maybe deconstruct some of the things that you've been believing or been questioning or been wondering about. It's okay to look at the system. It's okay to look at the institution and see its flaws for what it is. And I would actually argue it's healthy to do that. Um, it's, it's important for us to do that because it's there that we begin to find the true faith. It's there where we begin to rediscover this hope that we have. Because when we go on a truth-finding mission, <laughs> then that's where we find real freedom. And that's where we find God. And that's what brings about then a actionable next steps for us as a people of faith to bring about this more hopeful future. So God is with you wherever you are right now. And if church is hard for you, uh, know that it's hard for a lot of other people and be okay with it right now. It's okay. You're totally fine. You're going to be okay. (laughs) I assure you, you're going to be fine. Even whatever your mom or your dad or your, your, you know, your, your grandma, uh, your aunt, your uncle, your best friends are going to tell you, you're going to be fine. But I also believe in these systems and in these institutions. I do believe that they can bring about a good and many of them are, um, but we also need to find our ways forward. And to begin is that we need to be healthy individuals, need to be healthy human beings, Um, we need to be those who know who we are before God and, uh, we follow him in, in faith and in truth. And we need to rediscover what it means to love him, love our neighbors and love the world just as he taught us in Jesus. Thanks for listening to the restoring hope podcast. This is a listener supported podcast. And when you listen, share the podcast and donate, you're helping keep hope alive for others. Visit anchor.fm forward slash restoring hope to learn more about how you can support the Restoring Hope podcast too. Well, until next time, remember to keep the faith and to inspire hope in others. A better tomorrow is coming.